Hi, this is Ashley Collins, Managing Director UK for Jovio, the global leader in programmatic recruitment advertising. I want to talk to you about our efforts in helping get the world back to work. We want to help you find the high quality candidates you need both during and after this crisis to get the workforce back to pre-crisis levels and expedite the economic recovery. This isn't about deploying people. It's about saving lives and families. We're offering our job advertising platform free of charge until the COVID-19 situation is under control. We're also offering additional candidate applications and traffic at zero cost. Join us in getting the world back to work. To learn more, visit Jovio.com. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Welcome to Deathmatch North America 2020, which took place at TA Tech on May 19th. Now, for all of you newbies out there who have never experienced a Deathmatch, Deathmatch is a competition which pits four innovative early start companies against one another. Only one can win and emerge with the coveted Deathmatch Chain of Champions. This Chad and Cheese Deathmatch episode features a Canadian, Bradley Clark, co-founder at Rectext. COVID-19 might have locked us all in our homes, but never fear, the home bars are fully stocked. Pints were flowing, bourbon was flowing, and Chad and Cheese questions and slurring snark was a-flying. Luckily, Jovio's CEO, KJ, stepped in to provide a smart and sensible judging voice to this TA Tech event. Enjoy while Bradley pitches rec text, says sorry about 27 times, then ducks, bobs, and weaves for the balance of his 15 minutes on the virtual deathmatch stage. Welcome to deathmatch, people. Canadian edition. From the great north, we have Bradley <laughs> Cooper. That doesn't look like Bradley Cooper. You guys, that, that's a bait and I'm, switch. I'm hungover, but that's not Bradley that's Cooper. A, that's right? a bait and switch. We have Bradley Clark, co-founder hey! of Rectext. All right, let's pump the brake, Schmelt. Let's focus on your two minutes. All right, pitter-patter. Let's get at her. Two minutes, Joel. Right. Go, baby, go. All right, so in my 15 years of recruitment, communicating with candidates has never been harder. With robocalls, so much spam, calls are going unanswered, emails unread, LinkedIn inboxes flooded. Candidates want to communicate on their terms and texting cuts through the noise. However, cell phones aren't the right tool. Frankly, they're unsafe. They're slow. They mix personal and private in the same inbox and they lack opt-out compliance. Now, there are existing recruitment tools out there for texting, but for most of us, they're too expensive. They're designed for big teams with big budgets. So once again, many of us who work for smaller companies lack the cool tech. By many of us, I mean the 200,000 recruiters who work for companies under 200 employees. This is North America alone, plus all the HR folks who communicate with candidates. So faced with the choice of using the wrong tool, our cell phones, or using software we couldn't afford, we decided to create RecText. 
we designed the most simple to use and affordable text recruiting solution on the market, which is ideal for those smaller teams who have gone underserved. So we're 75% less than our competition with unlimited texting as low as $30 a month. However, we didn't cut back on the great technology. With our clever Chrome extension, you can send one-to-one messages or one-to-many text campaigns from any website inside or outside your ATS. Unlike others, we have transparent pricing. We even offer month-to-month plans and pay-as-you-go plans. But Rectext isn't a magical AI, automation solution, chatbot, or tool designed for hiring 2,000 warehouse workers. What we are is a tool which is great for in-demand knowledge workers and skilled labor. Perhaps you're hiring a diesel mechanic, software engineer, ER nurses. Rectex also integrates and plays nice with multiple sourcing tools and ATSs. With no long sales process or IT required, you can start texting in minutes. Seriously, Brian, my co-founder, timed himself. It took less than two minutes. To, go, to learn more, go to rectex.com. That's R-E-C-T-X-T.com. Nice. What do we clock in at? 157. Oh, so very no. nice. You, you don't answer. You don't ask the questions, Mister. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> K- sorry. KJ. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. You know, Bradley, uh, uh, pretty exciting, right? Uh, the the market you cornered or you're trying to corner is a small and medium segment, and 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 I would say it's a pretty smart thing to do, but it also is a pretty challenging one, right? Given the amount of uh, uh, investment you have to make, reach out to those what hundreds of thousands of uh, small and medium employers. How do you plan to do that and scale it? As far as the scaling side of it, I mean, yeah, we're still early stages. I mean, that's, that's where we're at right now. Our product is just kind of going to market at this stage, but we figure there's so many underserved people that this is when tools here like this between the, the communities we're part of, you know, and the fact we're actually legitimate recruiters, like we are recruiters who are designed to tool for recruiters. We're hoping that that helps kind of spark and scale this. I mean, ultimately our low cost makes it challenging uh, because we want to provide it. It's, we want to be as lightweight as possible and pass those savings on to our consumers. So there's definitely challenges in scaling, but uh, you know, I think from us, it's going to be community grassroots and it continue growing up. All right. Okay. Schmelt. So Rectext is purely SMS. Is that, is that correct? That's correct. Okay. SMS text, yeah. Excellent, excellent. So the messaging space overall is bloated. Emissary, Text Recruit, Canvas, Text Us, Talk Push, Alio, Maya, AMS just came out with their own hourly platform, which again, more I think toward uh, where you guys are, are trying to flow. Um, Paradox has got $40 million. Now I know that you are focusing on a segment, but there's a lot of noise out there in this space because it is so popular. How do you cut through that noise? Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of noise there. And I think there's going to be more tools coming and tools which suit different markets and different sizes. But however, right now we look at the market, there's a lot of cool things out there, but they're out of budget. They're out of reach for most people. I mean, you know, that's how we started this thing. We actually looked at, we wanted to buy a tool. We went out there and recognized that everything's out of our budget. We couldn't afford anything. And still to this day, when you look at this, there's big commitments, there's long, like, you know, demo process, sales processes, mm-hmm. tools designed for big enterprises. And, and they're awesome. Like I'm not taking away from chatbots and, and there's some really great tools out there, but people need simple people need, you know, for the recruiters who are juggling a million tasks and not part of a big team, they want something which works and doesn't interrupt their workflow and they can afford. So I think simplicity is really key for our segment of that market. I totally, I totally agree with that. But the hard part, again, is there's a lot of noise, but trying to get those SMBs per se is going to be a hell of a lot harder, 
than just going to an ISIMS or one of these big enterprises and being escorted through the door. You can't do that in that kind of scenario. So how are you going to hit those SMBs effectively? Because it's like a hundred thousand billion points of light. Yeah, there's a ton. So a big part of that is our partnerships, right? So, I mean, right now we're about to launch our greenhouse integration and Crelate. So both of those are amazing ATSs, but they really catered, again, Crelate is amazing for the boutique agencies on that side of the fence. Greenhouse is, has the best marketplace out there for any ATS. Uh, and again, they cater that small and medium business, right? So those partnerships are going to be huge for us. And going forward, we'll continue on partnering with ATSs, which are designed for that small and medium business. Like we're probably not going to be partnering with a Workday tomorrow or iSIMS and some of these large mega kind of ATSs. They have partners, but the smaller ones are ones where we have that niche and we can fit in. And getting that marketplace is really going to be important for us. Curious about uh, global growth. Obviously, with SMS, every country has their own protocols, their own setups. Um, you guys are in North America currently. Is there is there a plan to grow into other countries? What kind of hurdles are you facing? Um, or are you just planning on staying in North America? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. So we've actually had a lot of interest uh, from the UK. And I think the reason behind that is you see more boutique kind of smaller agencies popping up there. I think that's going to be our future in North America as well. I think post COVID we're going to see a lot more independent solopreneurs and, and boutique agencies popping up as people leave the kind of make agency world, so to speak, and go on their own. But uh, we, we do have a lot of interest from the UK. And that's something we're exploring. Um, some of the challenges it is the pricing model, to be honest, like our technology as, as far as the pricing to be competitive and offer that in North America is doable. Uh, but when we start looking at Europe, et cetera, there's some challenges. Uh, also, you get into compliance and other things, which is a bit more challenging. So it's on a roadmap and it's, it's, you know, it's something we want to explore later on. But for right now, the North American market, like I said, is 200,000 recruiters being underserved right now. That's, we had a lot of work here first before we start, you know, thinking about overseas and how much they want it. Hey, Jay. What stops from a large chatbot company for that matter to launch a small out-of-the-box solution, right? Plug and play. And sure. then you guys get wiped out overnight, right? How, how, do you, how, do you, how do you address that? Yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, that's, that's also a threat for sure. I mean, there's no way to say that, hey, someone big couldn't come in and release a smaller version of their product, you know, to compete with us. That's, that's definitely something we, you know, is, is on our, you know, kind of our, our, keeps us up late at night, so to speak. But I think what separates that is the fact that we're actual, I mean, we are recruiters. We're recruiters by trade. We've been doing this, you know, between the two of us, my co-founder and I, 25 years. The way, it's not just the pricing, but the way we designed our product, it's actually usable and simple for recruiters. And I think that simple to use interface will always separate us. You know, people use it, I mean, we've been subject to a lot of crappy tools in recruitment for all of our careers. And so when we did this, we were really purposeful in, in making it work the way it should work. Um, and so I think that's one of the challenges bigger companies have is, is they have a tendency to add, you know, 90 features when you only use 10, 90% of the time. You know, we do the opposite. We want to have 10 features use 90% of the time and have them work great. So I think that's probably one of the big things is us is that simplicity will always cater towards people who, who actually get it and want to use it. Hang on to that, Bradley. Simplicity and needs to use. Uh, 10 out of 90, that's, that's going to be the key. No? Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's something it's, it's, we're always trying to think as simple as possible, as simple as possible. What can we remove rather than what can we add? And so it, it's, uh, it's served us well so far. 
That's a Texas size 10.4. Okay, so we're going to get into the browser extension. This is, I mean, mainly driven off of a browser extension, right? That's correct. Yeah, so it works as a Chrome extension. Uh, we've right. explored other browsers as well, but the adoption, it's just lower. Because now that other are working on Chromium, there's Brave. Uh, right. The new Microsoft browser works on Chromium. But if you, I mean, every recruiter has a million, you know, Chrome extensions. So it, it's just definitely the marketplace to be in. And the reason we designed it as a Chrome extension was really to keep, again, it's there when you need it and it disappears when you don't. So no matter what website you're on, wherever you're at, you can use it and it can disappear without distracting you more than you need to. So how is it actually integrated with these different platforms? Uh, you have the one-click import and then you have like the, the, the dual way, the, the dual uh, yeah. import. How, how does that work? Yeah, good, good question. So we have like what we call a kind of light integration and that's a one-click import. Uh, and so that works for, I think we've got about 20 different uh, you know, tools we work with on the sourcing side and on different ATSs. And mm -hmm. what that allows is just a simple click, click a name and that name and the candidate information imports into RecText and you can instantly start texting. So it, it's, it's a speed to text kind of feature, so to speak. And so it allows you to have those two tools work very seamless. Now the deeper integration, again, the one coming out for Cre uh, Crelate and Greenhouse, that syncs all the conversation history in both the extension and in the ATS as well. So you've got a, a, a single point of truth in your ATS. Obviously that's ideal um, mm -hmm. you know, to have that, but to be honest, there's a lot of people whose emails aren't even synced with their ATS. And so you know, we wanna still make it as simple as possible in case you, we haven't you know, had a, a deep in ATS integration with you. Gotcha, so what about, what about job sites? Uh, like LinkedIn, Monster, Indeed. Can I go into a resume database? There might be contact information there. Can I, boom, can I automatically import and start the conversation? How does that work? Yeah, that's exactly it. So, I mean, if, if you find a, a resume on Monster, you are on LinkedIn and that person has their phone number there, uh, you can automatically import anyone there. Now, for the ones that don't have import, all you have to do is type their name in and you can import them in. You can then add them into a talent pool and those talent pools can then segment your people into different groups. So that way there keeps you organized. Uh, you know, this might be people in the future looking, you might segment based on skill set or location or, or whatever you want. Uh, and then you can send that one-to-one -one text or you can send the one to many. So you can write a campaign, you know, and that works really well for the big on the nurturing side of things. I want to touch on privacy a little bit. Uh, in, a, in a work from home world and, and Chad and I talk about this on the show quite a bit, corporations are following their employees more than ever before. So their laptops are usually corporate uh, acquired. Their phones are usually corporate acquired and companies are spying on what people are doing on their phones. Um, obviously uh, someone talking to a recruiter is a bad thing and job seekers or, or employees would obviously be afraid to talk to a recruiter via text, knowing that their company was following maybe what was going on uh, with their phone is that something that uh, you're concerned about and how are you maybe clearing that hurdle? Also, uh, SMS spam is always uh, on, the, on the forefront of carriers' minds. Nobody wants texting to become email because marketers fuck everything up. Like, what are you guys doing to sort of make sure that doesn't happen to you? So one question, two parts, I guess. Okay, so on the privacy side of things, most people are giving their personal cell phone on their resume. They're not using a work cell phone. Uh, you know, so I mean, I think as far as the privacy side of it, you know, as far as texting, you know, that candidate would not be sharing typically their corporate cell phone number. I think that's pretty rare to see. If they do, that's kind of on them. Uh, so I don't think there's a big 
concern on the privacy side for the candidate, you know, worrying about their employer. I mean, if anything else, I mean, same as their email is probably actually on their work. The personal email is probably saying their work uh, cell phone as well. So, you know, chances are, I don't think that's going to be a big deal. Now, the second part of that question was regarding sort of, remind me again, the second part was the two part. One was on the privacy side. Second part of it was on. So, so carriers are very, carriers are very conscientious of, of SMS not becoming email and yeah. having tons of spam. So I'm, I'm curious if that's a concern with your business and how you approach that. Uh, that yeah. I mean, I, I think it is on there. I mean, I think there is, uh, that's what, I mean, that's the benefit of texting is the fact that it, it isn't becoming over spam and overutilized and there is a personal quality to it. Uh, for us, I mean, the big one is we have an opt out tool built into us. And so, that protects as far as compliance, but also, you know, if someone's feeling like they're being spammed, it's a really quick click and that way there they can remove themselves from any further communications there. Uh, the tool itself is really designed not to be set in and forget it and sending, you know, like automatically just sending tons and tons of messages. Um, you know, and beyond that, we also have some throttling built in on the back end. So if we see some misuse, uh, you know, that's something which we'll jump in and say, hey, you know, this was designed as a one-to-one communication tool, you know, to improve the hiring process, not to be out there blasting gazillions of people. Um, but in, in reality, the way the tool is designed, I don't think it'd be possible. Like you'd literally have to have someone trading, you know, doing eight hour shifts, three people a day, switching on the same account, blasting people to really get to that spam level. Uh, but we're really conscious on the way we design that way. Like we want to avoid, we, we didn't want, we, we, want this, we, we see text messaging as, as a way to enable human connection, not to replace human connection. And, and the idea of blasting and spamming isn't what this tool is designed to use. KJ. Do you ever think that there would be a threat if carriers, and, and this is off Joel's question, uh, decide and then there is a law or there's something that comes out and says, all right, the pricing for texting, texting is 10 times higher for commercial use. Uh, how does that, what does that do to your business model? Yeah, I mean, that's how, I mean, Obviously, those are things that, again, we, we do think about those, those threats and those risks. At this stage, it hasn't happened. Uh, hopefully, that stays that way. Hopefully, it continues to be a relatively open communication platform. But at the same time, I mean, where messaging goes, it might change to being through WhatsApp. It might change to being other platforms as well. At this stage right now, we're solely focused on SMS. Um, but to be honest, where the people go, I mean, our tool, you know, how it can link up and, and send messages you know, that's just one medium and in the future we might explore that. I mean, who knows, right? SMS might all of a sudden get dinged and, and the messaging goes through the roof and, and maybe we're forced to switch over to Facebook chat or WhatsApp or other kind of verticals. But at this stage, we're, we're feeling pretty safe. So fingers crossed. So many platforms out there that are getting, that are in texting, they, they want to help through the process as well. And that's exactly what recruiters need, right? right. Um, not to mention, they also help to ensure that ghosting goes down. Uh, because they continue that connection. So what is, what is Rectex doing to help schedule <coughs> interviews and then after the interview schedule to be able to keep that connection so that you decrease candidate ghosting? Yeah, it's a good question. So we have nothing baked in at this stage as far as anything for the, on the ghosting side. However, it's actually one of the big use cases we advocate for and we see a lot of our users use is just that, that simple message, that simple check-in, you know, post-interview, how do things go? Uh, you know, any feedback, any, you know, and then also once a candidate's accepted an offer, you know, so one of the things we also see people using is send a quick message. I mean, whether it's a, hey, you should get some onboarding details via email in the next couple of days. We're excited to see you. Thank you, Bradley. 
Look for more episodes of Deathmatch, this Chad and Cheese podcast series devoted to lifting up startups in the recruitment technology space. Subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. For more, visit chadcheese.com. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.